This Mishnah is a continuation of that which was taught in the previous Mishnah and will introduce with a couple of basic rules of the transfer of impurity as we have learnt so far. In general, when impurity is transferred from one item to another, it usually goes down one level. For example, a source of impurity such as a sheretz, which is one of the eight small animals that the Torah lists as being severe sources of impurity when they are dead, eight particular animals, and if such a sheretz touches a object, the sheretz itself is on the level of an av hatumah, a source of impurity, and that which touches it becomes a rishon l'tumah, one step removed from the original av hatumah. And the difference that makes is that the lower level of a rishon l'tumah can only make other food items tome. But if the rishon l'tumah touches another object or person, they will remain pure, because an object and a person can only become tome if they have contact with an av hatumah. Now, the minimum size that an item of food needs to be in order to transfer its impurity onwards is a kabetza, the size of an egg. The Mishnah says, If there is a item of food that is the size of an egg, and it is a sheni l'tumah, which essentially means that it touched an object that touched a source of impurity. And there is another piece of food which is on the level of a shlishi l'tumah, which is three steps removed from a avatumah, the source of impurity. And the truth is, most food would not become tome as a shlishi l'tumah. This is a very low level of impurity. And it only really applies to sanctified food like truma, or the meat of carbonis. Be as it may, we have these two food items, Shabalol and Zabozeh, and they were mixed together. Since there is the minimum amount of even the more severe type of impurity, we learned in the previous Mishnah that the entire mixture receives that higher level of Shani. It would be a on the level of a Shani Latumah, which is two levels down below an Avhatumah. Chalokon, if the mixture was then split into two, so now each piece is considered to be a mixture of the food that was originally a Shani Latumah and the food that was originally a Shlishi Latumah which means that this is now a case of a mixture of the two with less than the minimum am- amount of a kabetza of each type. In that case, each of them would be on the lower level of a shlishi l'tumah. Because in terms of the higher level, there isn't a large enough amount in order to be impure on the higher level. However, the higher level can combine with the lower level, of course, and therefore, at the end of the day, there is over here a food item that is the size of an egg, that should be at least a shalishi l'toma. If each of those two pieces then falls onto a loaf of truma, but each one fell by themselves. At no point in time were they both touching the loaf of truma at the same time. So this is essentially a case of a item that is a shalishi l'toma touching truma. Now, even though truma is sanctified food, it cannot become anything lower than a shlishi Now, if something touches a shlishi it should go down a level and become a revi'i which is four levels lower than an avatumah, but that doesn't apply to truma. The lowest level tumah that would apply to truma is a shlishi and therefore, in this case, where the two pieces that have the status of a shlishi touch the loaf, loaf saluhu, they would not invalidate the truma, and the truma can still be eaten, and it is considered to be pure. However, if they both fall onto the loaf of truma at the same time, at that point they combine. And once they are combined, we learned earlier on in the Mishnah, that they have the status of a shenila tumah. And in that case, it's considered to be truma touching a shenila tumah, and therefore, 
it would make the truma into a shalishila tuma, and that is considered tome, and truma which is tome needs to be burned. What happens if kabeitz oichel rishon kabeitz oichel shlishi? There is a food item that is the size of a kabeitza, the size of an egg, and it is on the level of a rishon latuma. And there's another food item that's the size of an egg that's on the level of a shlishi latuma. So over here, there are t- there's a difference of two levels in between the two food items. Shibalon zebozen, they were mixed together. Essentially, this is going to be exactly the same as the previous case of the Mishnah, because as soon as a shlishi latuma touches a rishon latuma. It becomes tome now on the level of a sheni l'tumah, just like any food that touches a rishon l'tumah. And therefore, it's basically irrelevant that it was a shalish l'tumah beforehand, because now it becomes a sheni l'tumah, so now it's like a case where there is a sheni l'tumah mixed with a rishon l'tumah, and they would both have the higher level, as long as they are still mixed together. So rishon, they would both have the status of a rishon l'tumah. Chalokon, if you split them into two, zesheni and zesheni, they would both have the status of a sheni l'tumah, which is the lower level. And the Mishnah explains, because even a shalish latumah, as soon as it touches a rishon latumah, which is one level below an avatumah, the shalish latumah automatically becomes nasosheni, it becomes a shalish latumah, which is two levels below the avatumah. Next case of the Mishnah, if there was a item of food that was the size of two eggs, and it was a rishon l'tumah, and there is another item of food which is also k'shtebeitzim, the size of two eggs, oichel sheni, and this food is on the level of a sheni l'tumah, and they were mixed together. There's now one large food item that is the size of four eggs. Of course, rishon, it would all have the status of the higher level, which is a rishon l'tumah in this case, chalokon. And even once he splits it into two, zerishon zerishon. Both of the pieces would still be on the level of a Rishon Latumah, because they are now both the size of two eggs, and it could be that both of them have at least the size of a Kabetza of the food that is a Rishon Latumah. Since there is a chance that all of the pieces in front of us have enough of the food that is a Rishon Latumah, a Kabetza of food that is a Rishon Latumah, so all of it would have the status of that higher level of, of a Rishon Latumah. However, as soon as he splits it into three or four pieces, it's now impossible that all of those pieces have at least the size of a Kabetza of Rishon Latumah food. And interestingly, as soon as it's not possible for all of them to have a the size of an egg of Rishon Latumah, at least one of them must be not on the level of a Rishon Latumah now. As soon as that's the case, Hare Eru Sheni, all of the pieces are now have the status of a Sheni Latumah, which is the lower level. And we're going to understand that this is based on a rule called Sfex Faker, where there is a double doubt. In this case, there is a possibility that none of the pieces contain within them enough for it to be a Rishon Latumah. It could be that the way that the food is now split... None of the pieces have enough of the food that was a Rishon Latumah for it to now be on that level. And even if within all of these pieces, one of them does have within it enough of that one which is Rishon Latumah, maybe it's not this particular piece that I'm talking about right now. So with regards to each piece, there's essentially a double doubt. And because there is a double doubt, we can rule leniently and all of them would be on the lower level of a Shani Latumah. Now the Mishnah ends off with a pretty much identical example. There is one food item that is the size of two eggs and is on the level of a shenil l'tumah and another equivalent sized food item that is on the level of a shlishi l'tumah. 
and they were mixed together. Shani, at the moment, as long as it's all mixed together, they have, they're, they're on the higher level of a Shani Latumar. Chalokon, if you split it into two pieces, Zesheni and Zesheni, they would both still be on the level of a Shani Latumar, because at least one of them is definitely a Shani Latumar. If he splits it into three or four pieces, such that it is now possible that none of the pieces contain enough of the Shainir Tumar to be on that level. So now we have a double doubt and Hara'ilu Shlishi, all of the pieces would be only on the level of a Shlishi Tumar. Mission Zayn, Mikrotsoi Snoshkizoi If there are pieces of dough that literally this means they are biting each other, that means that they've been stuck together in a way that if they would be separated apart, part of the other dough would be separated and come with that piece. To a certain measure, we now consider those two pieces to be like one large item. Likewise, if there are pieces of bread that have already been baked and they are also stuck to each other in such a way that if one would be taken apart from the other, part of the other bread would come with it. If a sheret, a small animal that the Torah lists as being a source of impurity when it is dead, if one of, if a sheret touches one of them, and makes them tommy on the level of a rishon tumah kulon techila. All of the pieces of dough or bread would be on the same level of a rishon tumah because it's all considered to be one large item. We don't say that the other piece of dough or the other bread is like an item that's touching the rishon tumah. No, it's part of the same item, and therefore it would also be on the level of a rishon tumah. So much so that perishu, even once the two pieces of the dough or bread are separated, kulon techila. Both pieces remain a Rishon Latumar, even the piece that wasn't directly touching the Sheretz, because since we view it originally as being the same one item, so it all became intrinsically on the level of a Rishon Latumar. But Mashkin, if a Tommy liquid touches one of the pieces such that Midjira Bonon, it is now on the level of a Shani Latumar, the Mishnah says, Kulon Shniyais, all of the pieces that are touching in the way that was described earlier, they would all have this level of a Shani Latumar, and even Perishu, once they are separated from each other, that's like one single item that's now been split into a few pieces, but it's all intrinsically on that same level of a Shani Latumar, so Kulon Shniyais, all of them remain on the level of a Shani Latumar. Biodayim, if one's hands touch one of the pieces, Midjabonon, if one is not careful to constantly be aware of where his hands are touching and having contact with, so Midjabonon, we consider his hands alone to be Tome on the level of a Shani Latumar, such that if one's hands touch Truma, the Truma will become Tome Midjabonon, because Truma can become Tome on the level of a Shlishi Latumar, which is three levels lower than an Avatumar. Be it as it may, if one's hands touch one of the pieces of dough or bread, which are trumah, so kulon shlishiyais, all of them would become on the level of a shlishiyala trumah, and perishu, even once they are separated from each other, kulon shlishiyais, all of them would remain on that level of being a shlishiyala trumah. Mishnachess, mikretes shoyis tchila, if there was a piece of dough that was on the level of a rishon latumah, the hishich la'achiris, and then somebody stuck other pieces of dough to it in such a way that if you would now remove those pieces of dough from the tommy dough, it would take part of that dough with it. So now it has become part of that same item. As long as this is the state that the dough is in, kulon techila, so all of those pieces would also be on exactly the same level of arishan Tumar. However, in this case, it's very different to the cases of the previous Mishnah, because in regards to those pieces of dough that were added later on, 
They are not intrinsically impure. The only reason why they are impure is because they are attached and have become a part of the dough that was tome. But that means that their entire impurity is only as long as that is indeed their state. So Perishu, as soon as those the, the pieces of dough are separated from the original dough that became Tome, he tachila, the dough that was on the level of original Tuma always, so that remains on the level of original Tuma. The Chulan, but all of the other pieces of dough, they're no longer part of that same item, so they should be pure. Now, that's not exactly accurate to say they should be pure, because at the end of the day, they have touched something that is original Tuma. So because of that, the Mishnah says, V'kulon Shniyais, all of them will now be on the level of a Sheni L'Tumah. But in terms of the intrinsic impurity that was that existed as a result of it being attached to the Rishon L'Tumah, that is only as long as that situation still exists. The Mishnah brings a pretty much identical case, just on one level lower. Hoysos Shniyah, if there was a piece of dough that was already on the level of a Sheni L'Tumah, and then V'hishach he stuck other pieces of dough to it in a way that if he would remove them, it would bring part of that dough with it. Kulon Shniyais, all of those pieces are now on the higher level of a Sheni L'Tumah. Perishu, as soon as they are separated from that piece, so that piece, Hishniya, remains on the level of a Shein but all of the other pieces are now Tome only as a result of touching a Shein So, all of those other pieces would be on the level of a Shlishi Latumah. what happens if there was a piece of dough that was on the level of a Shlishi the Hishich and he stuck other pieces of dough to it? The Mishnah says, he shlishis, that piece obviously remains a shlishi l'tumah, v'chulon tohairais, but all of the other pieces remain pure, bein sheperishu, bein shaloi Whether they've been separated, or even if they have not yet been separated and they are currently stuck to that piece of dough that is on the level of a shlishi l'tumah, interestingly, even in this current state, the other pieces will remain pure. It appears that since the the whole concept of a shlishi l'tumah is a very low level of impurity, it doesn't even have the ability to make that which is attached to it have exactly the same status as it. And this indeed is a novel idea that is taught by this Mishnah. Mishnah Tess, as we have learned, one of the stringencies Midriabonon with regards to impurity is that if a liquid touches something that is Tome, the liquid itself becomes impure. And even if the liquid touches something else that is a Shainila Tuma, two levels down, from an avhatuma, so in general, according to the law midayraisa, according to the Torah, the liquid should become a shlishi latuma. Midrabonon, the liquid actually becomes a rishain latuma, which is only one level lower than an avhatuma. This Mishnah talks about kikros akodesh, loaves that are kodesh. Kodesh is a term which refers to korbanis in general, sacrifices. And likewise over here, the Mishnah is referring to loaves that were brought together with korbanis, Many korbanis, many sacrifices need to be brought together with menachos. Menachos refers to offerings of flour, and often they come in the form of bread. So if there are these loaves, that in the holes, or more accurately, the grooves at the top of these loaves, there is water, and the water is being kept pure so that it will be able to be used together with the carbonis, be it as it may, there is some liquid at the top of these which is touching the loaves. If one of the loaves becomes tome via having contact with a sheretz, one of the eight animals of the Torah list as being a source of impurity when they are dead, an avhatumah, so the loaf of bread itself becomes a rishon latumah, 
Now, the other loaf that it is touching should become a Sheni Latumar, and then that should make the next loaf that it is touching a Shlisha Latumar, the next loaf a Revi Latumar, even four levels lower than an Avatumar. In the world of Korbanis, that is considered significant. However, beyond that, it should no longer be considered Tome. But the Misha says, Kulant Meis, all of the loaves would be Tome, regardless of how many there are, as long as they are touching each other. And the reason for this is because when the loaf becomes a Rishan Latumar or a Shain Latumar, let's say, it makes the liquid that is touching that loaf into a Rishan Latumar Now, a loaf that has water on it, that is a Rishan Latumar, and is touching another loaf. Midrabonon, because of the extreme stringencies of purity that exist with regards to Karbanis, Midrabonon, we view it as if the second loaf is not only touching the first loaf, but that it is touching the water that is on top of the first loaf. That is the way that we view it, Midrabonon. And therefore, all of the loaves are essentially considered to be a Shani Latuma Midrabonon, because it's as if they are touching a Rishan Latuma, which is the liquid Midrabonon. This type of unique, novel stringency that applies only to Karbonis is based on a concept called Chibas HaKodesh, which literally means the belovedness of Karbonis, and it refers to the significance of them and how much purity is of the utmost importance with regards to carbonis and these loaves. But truma, if we have an equivalent case with truma loaves, even though truma is also sanctified food, it is not as stringent, and therefore this stringency doesn't apply. So the loaf that becomes torn from the sheretz will make two other loaves impure. So the first loaf is a rishon latuma. It will make the next one a shen latuma, and the next one that touches that a shlish latuma. Upaisal echad and invalidate another loaf. The fourth one will become a revi'ilatuma. And so that means that three loaves after the first one became impure. The reason why the Mishnah refers to the last one as being invalidated as opposed to the regular term impure, tome, is because it's on a level that won't make something else tome. It itself is a revi'ilatuma that can't make anything else impure. And that is the term invalid. Invalid refers to something that itself is impure, but can't make anything else tome. All of this having been said, if in between each of the loaves there is a liquid, enough liquid that it would make something else wet if it touches it, so then, even in the case of truma, all of the loaves will become tome. Because over here, the regular law that says that liquids become tome will apply. The first loaf is a Rishon Latumar, it touches the liquid, and the next loaf along is touching that liquid that is a Rishon Latumar. And the, that, that means that the loaf becomes a Shein Latumar. Now the Shein Latumar touches the liquid that is on the other side of it, that means that the liquid becomes a Rishon Latumar, and the next loaf along is touching that liquid, so it becomes a Shein Latumar. And so on and so forth, and therefore it would emerge that even with regards to Truma loaves, all of them will become Tome, in this case where there is liquid that is touching and in between each of the loaves.